Welcome to the table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. Good morning. I'm Liz Green, and I'm glad you're here. Let's take a moment to take a deep breath and invite God's presence with us. So our question for reflection today, this Thursday before Easter, is will you wash my feet? And our scripture passage is coming from John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17, and then picking up again in verses 31 to 35. So John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and to return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything, and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. And then he began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never wash my feet. And Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. And Simon Peter exclaimed, then wash my hands and head as well, Lord, not just my feet. And Jesus replied, a person who has bathed all over does not need to wash except for the feet to be entirely clean. And you disciples are clean, but not all of you. For Jesus knew who would betray him. That is what he meant when he said, not all of you are clean. After washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you're right because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. I tell you the truth, slaves are not greater than their master, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. 
And now again at verse 31. As soon as Judas had left the room, Jesus said, The time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory, and God will be glorified because of him. And since God receives glory because of the Son, he will give his own glory to the Son, and he will do so at once. Dear children, I will be with you only a little longer. And as I told the Jewish leaders, you will search for me, but you can't come where I am going. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. So foot washing was both an act of hospitality and a practical necessity in those days because the roads were made of dirt and people wore sandals so their feet got kind of yucky. Um, and typically foot washing would be done as soon as people entered the house and often by a slave. It was kind of a disgusting task and it was performed by the least powerful and the least privileged people. So here we see Jesus rising from the meal to wash the feet of the disciples. And I'm wondering, were the disciples sitting there with unwashed feet as the Passover meal started? Were they stubbornly refusing to be the one who would serve the others? Were they guarding their rights and their privileges? Who's in charge? Or were they even just pretending their feet weren't dirty so that they could avoid confronting their need and their vulnerability? And we live in a society that is really focused on protecting our rights. And we guard our privileges jealously, even when we won't admit that we actually have privilege, um, we protect it. And we argue and we fight with each other. And when our privileges are challenged and threatened, we react with emotional and sometimes physical violence. And yet here we see Jesus giving up his own privilege. Jesus is the teacher, he's the Lord. He had the right to ask his disciples to wash his feet. And yet, securing God's love, he emptied himself of his rights, and he served his disciples in an act of love and vulnerability. His actions made Peter, who's the usual spokesperson for the disciples, profoundly uncomfortable. His Lord, the person he expects to conquer and to rule, is taking on the role of a slave. And Jesus is once again turning expectations upside down. So let's ask our question again. Will you wash my feet? And when I hear that question, I think, will I allow Jesus to wash my feet during this Holy Week? What would that look like? What does Jesus' love require of me? And whose feet will I wash? So let's pray together in closing. Lord, we are all reluctant disciples. We're reluctant to accept your vulnerability. We're reluctant to confess our own need. And we're reluctant to follow your example in giving up privilege. Help us to humble ourselves. Help us to let go of our rights and privileges, following your example of love. Help us to wash the feet of our neighbors. Lord, will you wash our feet?